This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to this episode of Property Jam, where we just talk about all things the human side of property. I got it right. You did? Yay. I did. For a change. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we going to talk about today? Niall. <laughs> <laughs> no point asking me. I haven't got a clue. He just turned up. I just, yeah, I'm just here. <laughs> I thought I'd try and throw you, throw you off. <laughs> Joe was all ready to come in and start talking. I was, I was like, uh, she was, uh, get, I was launching. Get on our <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal Joe's thunder. That's not fair. What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about the guilty pleasures. Mm. So the thing, mm-hmm. you know, when is a good time to start using that money? So you're Spending in property. your money. Yeah, you've earned some money. Now, when is it okay to use it? Mm. Lots of schools of thought around this. I've got my own. <laughs> so we've heard. <laughs> I had a rant earlier. Well, we, well, Joe started ranting and we thought we'd better turn the mics on. Because <laughs> yeah. you're see we probably missed about four episodes. <laughs> We weren't sure if this was going to be um, a flyer of a topic, and it turns out, based on everything I had to say, that it was. Yes, it was over to you, Joe. <laughs> Q rant. <laughs> so I guess the question that got us talking initially earlier, before we turned the microphones on, was, yeah, when is it okay to start spending your profits from property? Straight away. Yeah? No. well i think there is an element of straight away because you should celebrate the success yeah so you should spend something on yourself when you've made a bit of money okay i agree with that however however so the reason we thought this was a relevant topic is because you get okay so you, you you start out in property with the intention of you know achieving financial freedom i guess like just as your first financial goal so like having enough money coming in to cover the cost of your living in this world. And then you get to that point and you're like, right, okay, do I actually spend that money? Because chances are you are, even though that passive income is coming in from property, you're still doing something else that generates money. So do you leave the money from your property sitting somewhere building or do you start spending it straight away because you think, well, that's why I created it? I think it's probably an element of both of those. Safe yeah. answer, safe answer. Well, I th- from a risk-averse type of situation, yeah. there's about there's definitely a, an argument to have a reserve, have a, a war chest, as it were, uh, a that was a contingency bit of a comment. Contingency fund. What? War chest. War chest. I know we talk about war chests, and you we and I have had chest. a war chest account together. We have. Yes, that's because he likes the word war chest. He- he did. We actually we've had got a, war chest Have accounts. you got war chest we've got, accounts? We've got them coming out of every bank account. 5% war chest, is it? 10%. 10%. Ooh, well, on the, ch- there are varying <laughs> war chests, depending on what they're for. <laughs> but it should, should any war occur, we're sorted. Your chest is ready to <laughs> My, Our chest is ready for a war. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> we should probably um, explain what that is, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, so uh, I... I'm very much in the school of thought of taking profits and dividing them. I mean, not even taking profits, but taking all income and dividing it across your business and predetermining how you are going to spend your money. So it, it, 
you might say it takes the the fun out of it or takes the spontaneity potentially out of things but what it does it i think it keeps you safe and uh, this comes from a book which I, I read uh called profit first by a guy called michael mckikovich <laughs> M- mike mckikovich me you Hang can't on. remember his name, can you? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to Google it right now. Yeah, Google it right Well, now. even if you Google it, you might not be able to pronounce That's it anyway. That's a very good point. But yeah. I know, I know it's a mick-mick. Mick-mick. So mick-mick. Maybe if they just Google the... T- I can't speak now. Maybe if they just Google the title, they'll come up with the author. Profit First by... Told you. Mike Makanovich. So I was right. Yes. M- well. Mostly. Well, first, transform your business from a cash-eating monster to a money-making machine. So I thoroughly recommend this book as a book recommendation. In fact, maybe we should do that every time, every episode. We should yeah, have a book, book recommendation. Yeah, quite a yeah. nice idea. Write yeah. that down. Okay. Matt's writing it down because you're the only one with a pen in front of you. <clears throat> okay. Well, pen sound effects. I'm just sitting here waiting for someone to write it. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. We'll uh, never see that what note I, again. What, what am I writing? Um, recommend a book every episode. Book. Rec. Or... Recommendation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So consider it written, and uh, yeah. So this book, what it does is, it, if, as an over as an overarching theme, is to say, well, you take your money coming in, so all of your income, and then you divide it into different pots. Mm. And so he likens it to uh, trying to lose weight. When you try and lose weight, um, one the first thing you need to do is probably not eat as much. And the easiest way to do that is to change the size of the plate. Okay. So we're brought up to eat and finish our plate of food. So if you have a big plate of food, you're going to finish that big plate of food. If you have a small plate of food, you're going to finish that small plate of food. So that's what he likens it to. Same with money. If you put all your money into one pot, you're going to spend it because you don't really know what it's for, if it's reserved for you. It's very easy to spend money twice. I know I've done it before. Yeah, totally. Where, where you think you've got enough money, all of a sudden you pay your bills. Actually, you account for something twice when... Yeah, by accident. So by dividing them into pots, then that can really help you to budget. So um, you might say, for example, take the first 10% as profit first. So you say uh, the first 10%, you, make, you bring in like five grand a month. First you know, grand of that is your profit. So five, I can do sums. That first 500 pounds. No, this does not bode well for business. That's 500 pounds. <laughs> this is why our profit account is bulging at the seams. Right? <laughs> so... <laughs> so and you put 10% into the profit account first yeah um, and then you, you have a war chest or a sub uh, what do you call it contingency mm-hmm. and that oh, might be a 10% oh, hang on hang on it's war chest contingency so it's having yes. a chest of money in the event of war that's the, where it comes from correct got it okay did you really not get that he called an account war chest and I was like sweet not didn't even know why ah, okay. I just I was just like it was 5% our war chest wasn't it yes and I, <laughs> I just I just let money go into it I don't know I just looked at profit. I was good. <laughs> so that money goes to one side. And then you might, for example, say have a fun pot or a holiday pot. We had a fun pot too. Mm-hmm. That was only 5%. Yes. The other one was 5% as well. It should have been 50%, in my opinion. <laughs> well, that was designed to take us out for dinner. <clears throat> yeah. And th- actually, you know, with our business, that did have a, a value. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because of the networking side of it. So, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's the idea. I'm kind of rabbiting on a bit about... You are a wee bit. But it, it, so the reason we got into this discussion was because I was talking about having sort of a property business pot that has yes. been building. And because I generate income from multiple other sources that are generated by me as a cash 
able generator. I was like, well, that money that's that, that is a term. What guys. is that? <laughs> cashable. <laughs> able cash generator. Cashable. Cash I'm cashable. There you go. I'm cashable. <laughs> you mean you're fit to work? I'm fit to work. <laughs> Cash I'm a able. cash able generator, okay? Or, or CAG, for CAG. short. You're CAG. I'm a CAG. Just <laughs> to the cackle on that CAG. I'm going to hashtag this on Instagram. Um, that, you know, that money that builds up in the business is like everything I need it for on the property and the investment side. It's not for guilty pleasures like so my husband said to me we should dip into it to go on holiday this one pot of cash and I hadn't applied the same logic that Matt was just talking about where you siphon off sort of from that one pot Mm -hmm. other spendable elements so you could say oh that's for contingency that's for it's just the big pot that I love watching build and build and build so when the suggestion was that we spend the money on the holiday I was like no you know we shouldn't be it's it's not what it's there for it's for reinvestment it's for you know I just found I I felt bad about touching it but I think because I'm cagging elsewhere yeah I don't think you should feel bad though yeah I think you should there should be an element of enjoyment out of it because you put a lot of effort into making that profitable yeah so you should enjoy your profit you should be able to take some enjoyment and go and have a holiday or go for a, a, a nice meal or whatever it is you want to do mm. without feeling guilty because you, you're putting a negative spin on the profits if you're associating associating them negatively you it like, didn't feel negative it just felt like guilty you were stealing from yourself not stealing no it felt like it felt unnecessary that's what it felt it felt unnecessary do you you know what i mean by that because the money we've got the money elsewhere so why are we using that sort of fund that has a very specific intention for well it has a specific intention for you yeah not necessarily for your business partner slash your husband yeah tell me about it so You've got to be on the same page there. We did. And do you know what this provoked? A, let's just say a lengthy discussion. That's probably mm-hmm. the most diplomatic way to, <laughs> to describe it. And in the end, I conceded because I actually was more like, you know, I, I kind of thought, you know what? Yeah, th- th- we've built that part of the business to do that. We should enjoy it. But that was a mindset shift for me mm. to allow that to happen. And it wasn't even like a huge amount that we spent on the holiday, but I had to... I had to let that go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I had to let that go. Mm-hmm. You can see why if you had a separate pot for your holiday mm. and you just siphons the money from yeah. one to the other, you would then not feel guilty. In fact, your goal for that pot is to be empty every single year because you've got to spend it. You've got to enjoy it. You've got to enjoy it. Mm. So you let it build up for a year, mm. for two years. And, and as you make more money, mm. the amount of money that goes into it will grow because That's it's a percentage a of your income. Mm. Yeah, because so if you want a bigger holiday, if you want a longer holiday or a more expensive holiday, then you need to increase the profits. So therefore you need to be taking in more money to be able to spend more money. Yeah, I get it. I, I think I totally get it. I think it's just for me, my mind had always been that investment <clears throat> pot that has built from investment is exclusively for reinvestment. And I get, this is probably from my mum, pleasure from watching that money grow and putting it to other use well it still needs to grow so have a pot which you watch grow yeah and then have a pot which is supposed to be zero as in you're supposed to spend it yeah i think i'm still i think i'm still uncomfortable with it i I really do and i think at this whole that last year kind of highlighted that to me that 
I was uncomfortable with the idea of using it for, I guess, what we would term, you know, lifestyle spend. You know, mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, I need to, I need to think, think again. I think. <laughs> I, 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 I think I think you're right. I think, well, hang on, I hang think on. We're you think me. that she thinks that, uh, <laughs> that yeah. we think that you all think are the same. Do you think this? Do you have the same feeling as me, or do you? I um, yes, to a certain extent, but I'm very good at spending money. <laughs> same. But I'm good, I'm good at saving money when we've got money to save. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very diligent on putting money into uh, ISA and pension. Yeah. So that just that is money that grows. And when I when I'm feeling, yeah, you know, not particularly wealthy on a particular day yeah. because all the money's just gone out. Yeah. Um, I look at that pot and go, actually, yeah, there's something there that's growing for the future that I'm never going to touch. Okay. So I'm very diligent with that. Mm. Um, and then with holidays, then um, we just you know, go and. Okay, um, we want and um i've had lots of holidays in the last few years you which have, have been really great mm -hmm. so spending i think has been good but you know, and that's been passive money from your properties that you've always used for those particular which well, is combination is just right. income so income from property income from uh my business and mm -hmm. um, so y we just use that and if we say we want to go on five holidays this year then we make it work and maybe that's more than the percentage that maybe we should spend and we've actually decided to rein in holidays this year because yeah. we had quite a few last year <laughs> yes yeah so we're both on the same page for that one yeah and i think there's, there's a, there is as well an element of having a working holiday so you can have mm. both so, for example, when we went on a business retreat in October, that wasn't a holiday, but it's a business expense. Hmm. So, it but it's a justifiable business expense because we got a lot out of it. Yeah. So well, I think I accept that. I think if it's just, if it's a, yeah, if there's a business aspect to it, I think I can always justify it in my mind. It just, when the suggestion of using that money exclusively for, it was just a holiday. You know, it was mm -hmm. like a full-blown chill out, step back from everything holiday. I was surprised at how much I didn't want to use that money. I was, I was quite, I surprised myself, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I do think there are probably a lot of people out there who do feel like that. So I was having a conversation with an investor friend recently and you know, her journey has just escalated off the chart. She's just doing incredible things in property now. And only now, and she's probably about what, four years in now, probably four and a half, five years. Is she drawing down from the business? to mm -hmm. enjoy the money that comes from property only now and that you know it's it's significant mm -hmm. you know i guess there's, there's nothing wrong with not dipping into it or mm. not using it as long as you are willing to allow yourself to do it yeah it's a psychological thing i suppose it always comes back to that money mindset thing yeah I, yeah it's, it's a balance yeah yeah uh, because if you spend all the money then you have you've got nothing and, <laughs> yeah. and um, you might have the asset but you've not built up anything else you haven't got any money to reinvest yeah, yeah. so i think it is, is that combination of you know spending a a certain amount and setting yourself um a goal yeah for for your enjoyment as well yeah yeah so you obviously you need to have your contingencies and your and your uh profits accounts and tax accounts first oh, so boring. and then once all that's done then whatever's left then you can have mm -hmm. a little bit going if to you've your got holiday. no money left after that then you see have a look at your business exactly yeah, yeah but isn't that interesting on the personal business side of things like on my, my sort of separate outside of property stuff i'm really good at that i can totally i've got multiple kind of applied that same yep. logic you know i've got sort of like a contingency pot i've got my tax pot um 
But why? That's really strange. I'm really questioning it now. I need to go back. I think, yeah, I'm going to go back and I'm going to revisit that account, I think, and, and segment it off. Yeah, that will solve the problem. But I do wonder, even when I've allowed myself by labeling an account that says, you know, like the fun pot or whatever, yeah. whether I will still feel comfortable spending well, it. Give I'm it a go. Test. Yeah. And then report back. Yeah. 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 Just don't, uh, don't just be consistent with it. I think is what I mean. Yeah. No, yeah, agreed. What yeah. I want to say, rather. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it interesting? I do think it comes from how you're raised with money because I know that that behavior comes from my mum. I know it does because my mum is a saver and she loves watching her savings accounts grow. Like she doesn't get investment, she doesn't get mm -hmm. any of that stuff. So that is where that pleasure comes from. Whereas my dad is very much a spender. But both of those mentalities apply to m my perspective on this because I'm thinking I spend it, but it's an investment spend. That's what that money's there for. Yeah. And I watch it grow because I like get watching it grow, which is where my mum gets, you know, that's my yeah. mum's perspective. So yeah. So um, I, th I think you're right there because I have, um, I suppose, inherited beliefs around about money, uh, about spending it. Yeah. That was a street cleaner that went past, wasn't it? It is, yeah. Oh, it sounded like it, yeah. It's yeah. nice to know the streets of Brighton and Hove are being maintained. <coughs> Continue. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we, we may or may not cut this bit out. <laughs> I quite enjoyed it, to be fair. Okay, fair enough. The streets are clean. <laughs> um, but yeah, as I was saying, so... Um, yeah, my yeah. When I was a kid, um, my folks you know, took us on holidays. Um, we had good, um, had good presents at Christmas, etc. Um, so you know, it was there was always stuff happening. Hmm. The money was always being spent, and um, there was no real talk of saving money um, or investing money. Hmm. And that is something that I'm having to learn and to trick myself and stuff. You know, when I have kids. Then, um, which actually is sooner than later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Matt's got big news for those of you that follow Instagram. You'll see that Matt's about to become a daddy. Yay! Yay! Oh, and Yay. Lara. Oh, and, and, Lara. and Lara. Yeah, she's yeah. involved she's too. Involved she's a daddy too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Big news. Woo! New uh, property jammer. New little one. Yeah, baby. Yeah, we'll put we'll, we'll put them in the middle of the table. Yes. From uh, from July onwards, <laughs> you get a lot of screaming on the podcast. But it won't just be us. <laughs> you mean you? Yeah, <laughs> ranting and screaming. So very excited and yeah. nervous and um, yeah, shitting bricks. Of course, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of course. But so you know, you need another pot. Exactly, <laughs> the baby pot. But actually, yeah. But it's funny, isn't it? Because that probably is giving you the the potty pot. The potty pot. <laughs> baby uh. potty. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, again, that's an incentive, I suppose, to kind of think about your um, future and money and how it's spent and invested and all that kind of stuff, even more so, right? Yeah, and how to teach the kids to yeah. do things differently and have it more ingrained in them to, mm -hmm. to have a, a good, healthy attitude with money. Yeah. So Anyway, that's a completely different podcast. It is, yeah. 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 I'll write that one down. It's the baby yeah. jam. The baby jam. Baby jam. That's cute. Okay. Uh, so, Niall, guilty pleasures. Mm. Take, give us your take on... Um, well, what is your guilty pleasure? Because Joe there has been talking about <laughs> interesting looks here. Joe there is talking about going on holiday yeah. as a guilty pleasure. So, Niall? Yeah, I think holidays would be a guilty pleasure for me as well. I, as I said before, I love traveling. Mm -hmm. um, and similar to you, I have had a lot of holidays over the past couple of years. Um, so, yeah, that is my biggest guilty pleasure. But on the side of that... I bet you don't feel guilty, though, do you? Oh, God, no. No. I no. can see it on your face. You just there like, is there is absolutely no pleasure. guilt. It's just pleasure, my pleasure, pleasure. <laughs> um, I guess guilty pleasure. Uh, I don't know if I have any. 
I enjoy everything that I do, which is why I do it. And do everything you enjoy. Yeah. So I don't I don't consider it a guilty pleasure. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So you're 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 I don't, I, comfortable but, spending your profits. Yeah. Well, okay. that, that whole point of doing what I'm doing. Sorry, both your profits. I just disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, that's why you've got no profit left because now it's gone on holiday. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. No, I, I, I don't see it as, as a guilty pleasure because the whole point of becoming a property investor and becoming self-employed in the first place was to be able to do the things that I want to do. So why should I feel guilty about now being able to do them? Get it, right? Feel ya. But every book, that not every book, but so many books out there talk about the long-term view, the deferred gratification, mm-hmm. the denying yourself like in the short term for the long-term financial gain. <clears throat> and I think that again has kind of come back into my mind and was flagged up when this whole kind of frivolous idea of spending profit on holiday came about as well. Because because I, and it comes back to, because I can cag. If I can cag, because <laughs> I am a cag, then why... Is it a noun or a verb, Joe? Oh, is it, is it yeah, correctly? that's true. I'm a cag. I, I'm not cagging, right? No. Yeah, because it's a cash... What, what am I? A cash? A cash cashable. Cash-able... Cash-able cash generator. generator. Yeah. Right, yeah. so it's a noun. Okay. I think it's called an ATM. An AT- yes, that's right. Well, you see, I don't want to be a cag. Yeah. Because I don't want to have that day job. I don't want to have uh, income coming from me doing anything else other than... Yeah, but your business does that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and there's multiple facets of that business. Yes. So it's not all going to be property stuff. So what I'm no. saying is, do you in your head use the money generated from other aspects of your business? Or do you think, actually, no, I'm going to use my property profits? There's an element of both. Okay. Yeah. All right. Depends on, depending on what it is or what it's for. So for example, for if it's going on the business retreat, um, then that will come from the property account. So okay. whatever. Yeah. Because that would be a property-related expense. a property-related expense. expense. Okay. What if it was <clears throat> a... New shoes? Mm, which you have recently purchased that I enjoyed a lot. <laughs> the Christmas party shoes were They were, were nice awesome. shoes. They were very pretty. They were good shoes. Um, depends. Okay. Depends. Because if, if it were, for example, if, I, if it were a treat or... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... If I had just completed on the sale of a property or whatever, and mm-hmm. I was awarding myself or rewarding myself mm. for doing that, well done! You give yourself awards. I give myself <laughs> do, awards. Do you print them off as well? I, I do. Sign them. You should see <laughs> my <laughs> walls at home; they're just covered in awards. Self-awarded awards. <laughs> to Niall from Niall. <laughs> I swam fifty meters. <laughs> I can't swim, so that wouldn't happen. You can't swim. I can't swim. Stop it! How did I not know that about you? Well, now you and everyone else does. Okay, so here you go. Let's just say you decided to invest in swimming lessons. Where would that money come from? Because that's not, not the business. business that would not come just, from the just business. Just saying. Account. <laughs> HMRC, thank you, you very much for those who are listening in. It does not come from the business. Your, your business is on the coast, though. Might be helpful. If we made money from saving people's lives, then maybe. So hang on, you're all you're saying the same thing as me. You're, you're in agreement with me because if it was something that was personally related, you would use it from other CAG you, things. Unless it was taken out of the business tax efficiently through dividends. So, yeah, you're, uh, yeah, because I can't claim back my holiday unless I claimed it as a business expense, mm-hmm. which it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even lie, you know, and I wouldn't lie. HMRC I would never lie because that's some very open and transparent investor. But what, do you know what I mean? Like, where would that money come from? Uh, your other businesses. 
Well, well, technically, it's still coming from the property stuff because it's where I'm paying myself from. Mm. So, so you're paying yourself a salary or a dividend yeah. and use that money. Um, so you just do it all knowing that to access that money, you need to do X and Y. Okay. Yeah. Um, so do you take a salary or a dividend from your property accounts? Nope, nope, nope. So that's what you should be using for your personal expenses if you wanted so to. That's a good idea. So instead of having a pot in the property, pay yourself a salary mm. from the company and mm. then that goes into your personal pot mm. and it's probably the tax, mm. most tax it's efficient way, way to do of it. doing it's it. It's true. Um, depending obviously on other sources of income. Mm. Um, speak to your accountant, Joe. Yeah. So we were actually all in agreement from the very beginning. Mm. Mm. So end of podcast. <laughs> well, that was... <laughs> <laughs> that was very uninformative. I think, I think that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. Well, what about um, so? One thing that I do is I like to take money from uh, property and reinvest it into my music business. Mm. So the so but my property you know, company when it makes profits it, that gets goes up to my subsidiary company which also invests into music. Um, in order to put music out there as well, and so that is a business-related expense, but it's also a yeah, it's a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. So that's a way of being able to spend profits on something which you enjoy. Yeah, I think if you can turn your passion into a uh, into a business, it does make it more tax efficient. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. to a certain degree. Yeah, you're right. You're right, and I I don't think it should be like I said earlier. I don't think it should be a guilty pleasure. Mm. You should not feel guilty about doing something you like. Yeah, I don't think I feel guilty about doing it. Definitely not. I love holidays and all the rest of it. I think it's about how it's funded. I think in my mind, there's quite clear (coughs) boundaries and limits. And I don't think that really occurred to me until, yeah, Mm. last year when the holiday thing came up. I was like, oh, hang on a minute. Why am I feeling like this? Maybe a holiday is the wrong thing to do with that money. You divide it into um, your business. So if you're doing any coaching or your business development, which happens to be something you enjoy, mm. that comes from a part within your business. Mm. Yeah. And if you're going on a personal holiday, which is not related to growing your business, it's not a retreat, it's no business element to it. Yeah. Correct. Then um, you take that either as your salary from your business or from your other related income. Yeah. Because that would be the better way of, that'd of be the doing most, it. Yeah, that would be the most uh, I think that's what sensible. I'm doing. I actually think that's what I'm doing. Well, coming back to the, uh, the, yeah. the thought that we actually all agree. Yeah. That we all agreed. <laughs> Finally got there half an hour later. <laughs> We've been talking about this for about two hours now in total. Well, it might have helped some pity, somebody. <clears throat> I'll buy us um, I'll buy us a drink out of our property accounts. <laughs> a non-alcoholic drink. Non-alcoholic subsistence. Drink. Subs- <laughs> yes. two, two of us are doing dry months here. Oh, so it's just me who's gonna more wine for you. Guilty pleasure. Yeah. Okay. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, uh, coming back to the music, we are we've got an album coming out very shortly. Oh, shameless plug. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Don't know yet. <laughs> is that the name of it? Don't know yet. <laughs> I'm yeah, buying you, that album. What, what is that in Spanish? Uh, no sé. Ya. Yeah. Ya no sé. Okay, that's the name of the album. Ya no sé. <laughs> I like ya it. Ya no sé. Um, it's got a ring to it, actually. Ya no sé. Ya no sé. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, the band doesn't even have a name yet, so... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Broke. Baby steps. <laughs> in fact... Um, you know, send in your ideas for band names. Band names, okay, yeah. Um, uh, Spanish exclusively, or would you? So the band is Afro-Cuban. Mm-hmm. It is doing like a world music take mm-hmm. on 
Afro, Afro-Cuban music, not just salsa, but there is obviously that salsa um, edge to it. Uh, so obviously being a jazz pianist and I love Latin American music and I always wanted to, something to explore mm-hmm. along mm-hmm. those lines. Uh, so <clears throat> Guilty Pleasure was to go to Cuba last year. Oh yeah, you did. And to record... Uh, the property jam theme tune. The theme tune. <laughs> Send the theme tune. I'm the theme tune. <laughs> um, yeah, so unfortunately, I did not write no, the property didn't. jam theme tune. You so should um, have claimed it. Um, but uh, there will be potentially we could change the theme tune. Oh, 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 oh hang on, hang on a, a minute. Business meeting about this one. <laughs> oh, that's controversial. I love our theme tune. It's pretty cool. It but makes it is me Latin so Amer- happy. It is um, Latin American. It just happened to be very in line with what you're doing well yes yeah. Jason can you just write one quickly and I was like well we're going to put, put this out in two days <laughs> come uh, on the musician no I don't I don't yeah. have that many musicians calls on, themselves on, a piano player on speed dial <laughs> can't write something on the spot <laughs> writing it recording it with a 11 piece salsa band as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah quick turnaround what was wrong with you yeah it, it, but it was so random we just you, you came across it as a sample somewhere didn't you i did it's a royalty free sample which yeah. you can use obviously <laughs> nice caveat well done <laughs> nice disclaimer there. thank you for the clarification <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, bums and I, have str- I have struggled to find it again yeah but thank god we got the original recording it's so good i love it it makes me happy every time so your album's going to be kind of that vibe right in that vibe yes ah, right. but exploring different afro-cuban rhythms okay so and going to cuba was, was a music related investment investment yeah. in the album so when that bit when that business turns over from sales and gigs etc multi-million pound sold out stadium tours what doing a salsa album uh, yeah although there was discussions of going to cuba hmm. to do a tour oh that'd, that'd be, be quite brilliant. cool which would be very very cool i'd love to go back to cuba so count me in I'm not sure how I'm going to fund it. I'll come back to you from which account I'm going to fund it from. But or, or you get, this is the way to do it. You get other people to pay for it. <laughs> other people to pay for it? What, so, Angel it? Well, get, no, you mean maybe Matt, you can pay for it, no? No, the... Are the, you going to um, sponsor me? Brilliant, I'm in. <laughs> well, roadies get paid, right? Oh, there you go. Told you. So, yeah. See how it always comes um, back to working for Matt? See how it always comes back to it? You don't technically have to work for it. Mm-hmm. Or you can get uh, Cuba to pay for it. We get flown out there. Oh, right. Uh, international, uh, we get the Arts Council. We do, a, we could. Um, oh, like a grant funded. Grant funded yeah. trip. Okay. Uh, obviously, we need to show the benefits of that to the UK. And Cuba, presumably. And to Cuba. Yeah, positive you, impacts. Positive, well, yeah, th- that, that would be quite good to show or mm-hmm. easy to show for Cuba. Yeah. You've got to show the positive impacts for the UK because it's UK money. Okay. Yeah. So. I have a feeling we've gone off on a tangent We have. Here. We've gone we down have. to the completely irrelevant. That is completely irrelevant. Mm. Um, we're just getting to the point that uh, maybe if you get other people to pay for it, um, mm. we, we might crowdfund the album. So nice. another shameless plug there. Well, seriously. Honestly. This guy's got no shoes. Have you got anything else you can plug? I might sort of like shoehorn something in. Oh, shoes. Yeah, shoes, please. Oh, shoes. More shoes. <laughs> Just new shoes. And I want so, a holiday. So, <laughs> Niall wants shoes. I want a holiday that's a holiday. not coming from my property profits. <laughs> and um, I'm looking to crowdfund an album. Done. Right. <laughs> so, let's crowdfund some shoes for Niall. A, pro- a holiday for Jo, because oh, she needs one. Look I at do. Her. Just so tired um, <laughs> into the new year already. <laughs> Over 2020 already. And send, send me back to Cuba. Great. Oh, yes, please, send him to yeah, Cuba. Yeah, somebody take him to Cuba. <laughs> Extradite him to Cuba. Somebody, please. Uh, no, blow Espanol. <laughs> and it'll stay that way. <laughs> okay, so I think that's everything I would just say about... Um, what are we talking about? 
guilty, guilty pleasures. pleasures that aren't guilty actually pleasures. guilty pleasures and the anymore. benefits of property that was the other thing i put down here it's like what are the things that you want to have well, what are the reasons you got into property in the first place? Probably to have income, to have a business, to grow an asset base for your future mm-hmm. um, and to enjoy it. Yeah. So if you don't have enjoyment goals, we talked about goal setting and a couple of a couple of weeks ago mm. and you know, when's the right time to do them and how's the right way to do it for you. But mm-hmm. I would always suggest having a, an enjoyment goal because if you only have business goals and you only count the numbers going up, yes. then are you actually enjoying yourself? Are you living life? We're only here once. So what you're saying is prioritise the pleasure, don't make it guilty. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I think... Are you, are you there? I am there. I think I, I definitely prioritise pleasure because I, I love the lifestyle I lead, but I think I still need to kind of reflect and review how the it's that lifestyle is generated financially because i'm quite i've drawn a very defined line i think that probably Mm. needs to be blurred a little bit and and it will change as well yeah uh, in the years to come because what you're doing right now you might not be doing in three yeah it evolves absolutely yeah the property income may become more necessary to to dip into yeah for for actually taking dividends and salaries and Mm. everything out of it yeah yeah so cool. I think that probably is a wrap mm. um, for this and the end of Joe's counselling session. Oh, I feel better. Thanks, guys. You really helped me with my New Year therapy. Thank you. Uh, so I say that's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. So it's a goodbye from me too then. Bye. 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 Bye-bye. Come and jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more. On Facebook, search Property Jam Podcast. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Property Jam Podcast. Or you can email us at Podcast at outlook.com. See, see you on, on the, the next, next episode. episode.